Welcome to America's Most Positive Podcast, The Jim Fannin Show. Be it life, business, sports, or any other facet of your life that you want to improve, Jim can help you become your best, most authentic self. Now, here is your host, the coach of champions, Jim Fannin. Hello, everybody. Welcome to The Jim Fannin Show. I'm Jim Fannin. Are you in the zone? That's what this show is all about, being in that purposeful, calm feeling where nothing can go wrong. And you can be in the zone in so many aspects of your life. Can you remember reading a book fully ensconced in to the character, the plot, and you, you're, you're living it, you're feeling it, you're locked into this novel. It's real to you. And you feel all the emotions the author was trying to convey. And then somebody knocks on your uh, door, you put the book down, and you have a discussion about whatever, and then you come back and you can't get back into the book. So you put it away and figure you'll read later. You were locked in the zone, a purposeful calm, a totally present mindset, where you had super reading skills that translated the words on the page into something real, a movie in your mind. And you were locked in that zone. And then the knock on the door became a zone breaker or score breaker, as we call in our my score success system, the only proven system to attract the zone and all you do. Yes, you've been in the zone many, many, many times, maybe even last week in all facets of your life. This is not just for the superstar athlete. And speaking of superstar athletes, it's the World Series. Uh, It's the fall festival of baseball. Two awesome teams. I have connection on both teams. The Washington Nationals versus the Houston Astros. Now, one game has been played by the time I'm broadcasting right now. Uh, By the time you read it, one more game may be played. But one game has been finished. It was won by the Nationals 5-4. But let's see who was really in the zone. I coached the manager of the Washington Nationals, Davey Martinez. And there's one thing I know about Dave Martinez. He knows how to get a group of young men in a zone state. He did this for the Cubs. And I wasn't surprised when the Cubs won their first World Series in decades. Because Dave was the bench coach, he was assigned the uh, intangibles of the team. And he really kept that team, uh, the chemistry at a high level. He's doing the same thing for the Nationals. You can see it in how they talk about each other, how they talk about themselves, uh, but also how they don't talk about the opposition. Dave Martinez is a factor in definitely stirring that drink. Well done on your first win. Well done on your first World Series in uh, quite some time. And you look on the flip side of the Astros. The one thing I know about the Astros, I coached uh, as a player Alex Centrone. He's the hitting coach of the Astros. The one hallmark that Alex Centrone brought to the Astros is self-discipline. And that's one of the hallmarks of this team. The hitters are disciplined. They lead the league in taking pitches out of the strike zone. 
On the flip side, the pitchers for the Nationals get more missed swings for pitches out of the strike zone than any other team in baseball. Talk about a a conflict. And uh, you could see that in the game in this close 5-4. Ironically, with the bases loaded, bottom of the ninth, the hitter, I won't even mention his name, but he swung at a pitch out of the strike zone to strike out and give the victory to the Nationals. What a great series of well-disciplined teams, focused teams that reach a high daily standard. How about the people and the teams that don't reach these high daily standards? You know, the ones that lost, that didn't make the playoffs, much less the World Series. As most of you know, I coach a lot of golfers. His putting was amazing. Everything that he rolled found the cup, the bottom of the cup. If he only could have more opportunities, but his iron play was off. He either pulled it or he pushed it, and his accuracy, well, inconsistent, unpredictable. Now, fast forward one week. My iron play has really come around, he gloated. I'm striping it. I just wish I could buy a putt. Yes, the teeter-totter effect has arrived. And we've all been on that zone teeter-totter. We're in the zone, we're not in the zone. We're in the zone, we're not in the zone. It's this up and down, on again, off again performance. It's prevalent in your life, in your business, in your sport. Fix your marriage, struggle with parenting. Fix your finances, can't fit into your pants because you've gained an extra 15 pounds. How do you fix these inconsistencies in all the aspects of your life? How do you quell the wild fluctuations that so many of us find ourselves in? Welcome to the teeter-totter effect. When you're focused on one thing, it's easy to forget something else. Focus on your swing, you don't focus on your stance. Focus on your forehand in tennis, and you don't pay attention to the toss on your serve. The teeter-totter effect, it's normal, it's prevalent, but not for the champion. It happens to everyone. It is commonplace, but not for the champion. When you focus on one aspect of your life, your golf game, your business, remind yourself to still remain positive about the other items that don't have your full attention. Refuse to put them down. Talk negative about them as if they're real living things. My swing is letting me down. Really? I just heard that from a client. Seriously? No, you're letting you down. Eliminate negativity when any part of your sport, your business, or your life suffers from your lack of attention, even your neglect. Avoid negative thoughts and statements when things just don't meet your expectation. The champion works on all parts of his or her life, business, or sport. That's a true champion. The difference is they remain steadfast in holistically seeing the sum of their parts as the best. Weaknesses? Now, there's no weaknesses. The champion calls them areas of growth. Areas of growth. They are challenges that inspire, motivate the champion in thinking and acting positive. 
to combat the teeter-totter effect, extreme positivity must be in force. You have no thoughts of being a victim, none about being a judge, and it's the irate and disappointed judge in you that disrupts the playground with a mental sledgehammer to the low end of the teeter-totter. Balance is the key to successful life and living within your means. Thought equilibrium will keep you at a high daily standard, and from here, well, it's a short hop to the peak performance mindset of the zone. Recently, a young golfer that I was coaching was riding the highs and lows of the teeter-totter effect, and he pledged that he would start selling himself on the awesomeness of himself. Five days, five nights in a row, his positive self-talk, it was exemplary. First time he had done that with any consistency. He was the poster boy for positive belief and expectation. When a part of his game was down, he pictured it up, relentless with his positivity. He was. And the results, a 67, a 66, a 72, it arrived. And in this uh, three-round tournament, the victory, well, that was his reward. How do you escape from the positive and negative teeter-totter effect? And I think the key here is understanding what greatness is. That'll help the teeter-totter effect go away. What is greatness? It's reaching a high daily standard, a minimum requirement for a satisfactory performance, and that's just according to you. Nobody else, not your coach, not your mentor, not your boss. Now, it's been a little over nine months since you set your annual vision for 219 and with all your corresponding goals. So, brutally honest, how are you doing? Do you stay the course? Will that help you finish 219 as a champion? Or do you need to adjust something? Do some of your challenges keep you up at night? Is it time for a reset? You know, this month, four people told me in different ways, four different ways, I'm at a dead end. I'm at a dead end. They all didn't say it that blunt, but they all said it in their own way. Each spoke of their job, their relationship, their parenting, overall family, their wellness, their health, and life in general. This is a doom and gloom thought. I'm at a dead end. It's a self-fulfilling prophecy about one's plight. Each of these four people, I've instructed them, it's time maybe for a reset. What's going on? Where's the positive, upbeat spirit? Before this year is over, consider, do you need a reset? Do you need to reset your business, reset your family, your wellness, your relationship with your significant other? Do you need a reset? Today marks the start of your sprint to close Q4 strong. We've had episode on champions close the fourth quarter. So you can still accomplish a lot. Hope's ready when you are, but it might be time to reset. Sometimes a dead end can be reached in a relationship and you've tried everything. No avail. Nothing happens. The chemistry, it's just not what it used to be. Thoughts have 
turn to greener pastures. Oh, no. And the guilt of thinking about maybe somebody else, uh, the guilt can be overwhelming. And you feel like, I'm in an impasse. I don't want to be like this. I don't want to be in this position. How did I get here? What am I to do? Your business, well, it can have stagnant sales and diminishing profits. And you analyze every line from your P&L profit and loss statement. There's no visible traction for a rebound. You feel despair. You maybe feel a little bit depressed and you're anxious and you have anguish. You have worry. And it can envelop your psyche like a winter quilt. The dead end has been reached. Or has it? Maybe you need a reset. Don't throw in the towel. Reset. Remember when you and your kid were inseparable? My daughter's going through that now with a two-year-old. Inseparable. Hi, Mommy. Wait until he's five. He'll be a little homebody. Just couldn't wait to go shopping with Mom. Is that your kid? Couldn't wait to go shopping with you or play a game or a sport? Remember those days? Now you got a teenager living upstairs, and they won't even look you in the eye. When did that happen? Seriously? And helping you around the house? Come on, that's approached with a... eye rolls, and a a look of dread. Is that your kid? What happened to the bond? Where's the two-way communication? Where's my buddy? Is grunting an answer? Is that really an answer? Uh, uh, uh. Have you dangled the old, wait until you're 18? or, Or when I was your age, have you done that? And then you look, and there's just a glazed over look Remember the shark and jaws? It's just dead eyes. Are you at a dead end with the kid, the child, the one you love in your house? I love you. I I just don't like you right now. Well, maybe it's time for a, a parental reset. And that's okay. But make that decision quickly. Do I need a reset? Yes. Here's seven tips to help you with a reset. You choose which one fits you. Number one, you need some renewed confidence. That's a must. Renewed confidence. Seek the one or two positives from your current situation, your current condition, your current circumstance, and whatever aspect of your life you're focusing on, and then sell you on the awesomeness of you. Pitch yourself on your talent that you can meet any challenge. You can overcome any obstacle. Change your inner dialogue. Flip the script and only think possibility. Only think solutions. And I would even encourage you, we've talked about this on a few episodes, write a 60-second commercial on the awesomeness of you. It goes something like this. My name is, and obviously you state your name, and then you start talking, I am. I am this. I am that. As if you're selling you to whoever might be listening on the awesomeness of you. Now, I I would do this seven days in a row. Motivate the inner you by verbally spouting this infomercial to the universe. 
So try the self-talk soliloquy. Try tonight. And then try it every night for the next seven days. Sell you on you. Dealing from strength, bolstering, renewing your confidence. So if you're going to have a reset and you want to get off the teeter-totter effect, then you need to sell you that you can do it, you will do it. I am doing it. Number two, sometimes you need to untether your thoughts. Completely detach. You mentally walk away from your last six-month challenges or your last 24, 48-hour challenges You need to get out of the hypothetical car and walk away from the illusionary dead end that you found yourself in and leave the road that you've been traveling. Take a psychological hiatus. Don't fear. Your subconscious will continue to work on the challenge without your conscious thought. That's the cool thing about the subconscious. But you need to get away from vision, goals, and trying too hard. Within 48 hours of this conscious silence, optional solutions, they'll reveal themselves. They will come to you. Trust this. In fact, sometimes the situation or circumstance will work itself out without any interference. It just goes away. What does this mean? Take two days off. Put it down. Unless it's absolutely priority that it has to be done within 48 hours, Take a reset, untether your thoughts from the challenge at hand. Number three, balance definitely is the key and placing all your happy eggs in one area of your life, one basket of your life, well, that that can prove disastrous when things go south. Know that you're more than a business person. You're more than mom. You're more than dad. You're more than a brother. You're more than a husband. You're more than a spouse. You're more than that. You're more than an athlete. I've said this to every professional athlete. 2,000 pro athletes I've interacted with over, I don't know how many decades, too many to even think about, a lot. You're more than an athlete. Don't put all your happy eggs and how well you do today in that one aspect of your life. Set a vision for each of your arenas and just have a few corresponding goals, not many. Less is definitely more. And once you have this simple blueprint, then you can ascertain, where have my thoughts been? Where have my quantity of thoughts, where have they been? And were they positive? Were they negative? And in that particular arena, are you spending more time in the past or are you fearful and concerned about the future? Just know you're more than one aspect of your life. Number three was balance. In all life arenas, that's the key. Number four, I could say this every week, and I I think I do say it every week, eliminate negativity. When life arena houses Uh, negativity, you got to be aware of it. Right now, which part of your life houses the most negativity? Maybe not just from you, but maybe for other key people in that one arena. You need to contain it, and then you need to change it, flip the uh, script on it. 
And you also need to immunize yourself, like taking a mental vaccination and immunize yourself from the negative people in that part of your life. Delete the people that you can easily delete, and although that's not always easy, change the negative people by inspiring them, encouraging them, motivating them. Take the higher road by not allowing anyone to weigh you down. Do not engage in their drama. You have no idea what their real intentions are, and they may have intentions they're not aware that they have themselves. So take that higher road. Don't let anyone get you down. Refuse negativity. Chin up. Can you finish the year with this mindset? Can you take a sprint all the way to 1231.19? Can you do it? Number five, reset. You may need to completely restructure the situation. It may be time to change your strategy, adjust or change or eliminate certain tactics pertaining to goal achievement. Reorganize the people in your business. Reorganize the business. Rearrange priorities. Review each person's responsibility, authority, and accountability. Do this for every aspect of your life, not just your business. So it may be time to add, delete, or reaffirm um, the people in your life. Just be decisive. Approach the goal in a different way. Restructure the situation. This needs to be done in just a few days so that you can get on about sprinting to the best year of your life. Number six, you got to double down on visualization. You're doing it anyway. You spend more than half of your waking hours daydreaming or visualizing about something you haven't given up on. So maybe it's time to increase visualizing what you want in one arena, that one arena that is bogging you down, the one you need to reset. Picture in your mind a vision. Make it real with technicolor, sound, taste, feel. Double down on your visualization. And the first thing as you wake and the last thing at night, visualize what you want in that one arena that you're trying to flip and get off that teeter-totter. Repetition is the key to facilitating swift results, but it's time to be proactive in your visualization by visualizing the solutions to every challenge. Two days ago, I asked one of my clients to write down on a sheet of paper, send it to me, your challenges. What are the obstacles? What are the challenges? Make a challenge list and then double down on visualizing this challenge list being eliminated in a positive way by seeing the challenge, seeing the solution, and seeing it the way you want it to be. Number six, double down on visualization. Start doing that. That's a daily deal. Last, it's time to close 2019 strong and prepare yourself for your greatest year ever, 2020. Do you have a sense of urgency? Not in a panic way, but a, I know I'm a champion and this is not acceptable way and make a stand to reset and get going. 
refresh, renew, or replace your current goals. Control what you can control these remaining days of Q4. You know, with the blueprint for the fourth quarter tucked under your arm, then you need to be that person. Act the part. Number seven is just close 219 strong. It may be time to reset. It's definitely time to get off the teeter-totter of the highs and lows, which eventually will mentally exhaust you, and it will not produce the long-term results that you want. So after listening to this, it's time to hit the ground running. No more dead ends. Have an open road to whatever you want in life. Have you made a few dead-end mistakes this year? Okay. Learn from it. Take these life lessons. Utilize their teachings for a better you. You know, part of a successful life is the understanding of what you don't want while removing it forever. Learn from your errant ways and then move on. Envision a clear pathway to a better relationship. Do you see your significant other smiling, congruent with principles of how you're going to relate to each other? See your family, peace and harmony. When just a few minutes ago, there was chaos and uncertainty. Visualize more money. This morning, I told one client, if you want to make money, you got to think about money. You got to think about it. Visualize more money. Visualize the fun of acquiring it. Make it a challenge. And how about your wellness? Mentally embrace a healthy ending to 2019. One of my close friends passed away this week, a next-door neighbor, and I I loved him, uh, a special person. So I got to give a Shout out to my my buddy, my 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 longtime friend, my neighbor George Krug. Uh, George, rest in peace. You never know when life is going to come to a fork in the road and completely change. You never know when that teeter totter effect catches you down on the ground, not not where you want to be, not balanced on the teeter totter. Life can change swiftly, but I know you can manifest the changes that are positive. We get ambushed by all kinds of things, but continue to picture your wellness, your relationships, your friendships, even for seat, hanging out with your teenager, and they ask you, hey, Dad, you want to hang out? It's time to take down the rearview mirror. It's time to map your life's path. It's time to avoid all dead ends. It might be time to reset Q4. So what are you waiting on? It's time. And now let's visit the Zone Cafe. There are five markers that you possess right now. You walk around every day with these five markers. And these five markers are totally entwined around different chemicals in your body that collectively and even individually, they produce chemicals that alter your emotions and your feelings. You have a higher low level of self-discipline. And now at the Zone Cafe, we're cooking up positive batches of these five intangibles. 
So what is the missing link as you are looking to reset yourself? What that means is you're resetting your discipline, the willingness, the commitment to stay with the task to reach well-defined goals. How's your S level? But maybe you need to lighten the load like we talked about last week, the migration, mental migration of hope. And as you're going over the Rockies into the promised land, like our pioneer ancestors in the 1800s, you got to lighten the load. Less goals will help you focus more energy. Do you need more concentration? Take it. Take that concentration. Focus on less items. Less is more. And be laser focused on the task at hand. But maybe... Maybe the first element in this reset is what you need. Maybe you need more confidence. Maybe number one, which is selling you on you, to bolster your optimism. If that's what you need, be aware of it. And the awareness fixes it 80, 90% of the time. Just being aware. We're all awake. We're just not all aware. And then do you need to relax Relaxation, that is one of the biggest challenges of the Americans I meet on a regular basis by phone and in person. You need to chill out. You need to unhinge your jaw. You need to breathe deeply. And we've got a lot of relaxation we can deliver and put in your car as you drive away. Do you need relaxation? But maybe, maybe you've got a plan. Maybe you're focused on doing the right things for Q4. Maybe you're going to close like a champion, but are you loving life? Don't get so anal. Don't get so disciplined. Don't get so focused that you're not having fun. When my neighbor passed away, uh, I was caught off guard, and I just talked to him a few days uh, before he went to the hospital. Life is short. You got to enjoy every minute. You got to laugh every day. You got to dance for no reason. Get up and dance at commercials. Why not? You feel like dancing, dance. Feel like singing, sing. We need to put on some smiles and keep them. Life is short. Enjoy every single moment. Be in the zone, everybody. Attract that personal, purposeful calm. It's the only place to be. Until next week. Be self-disciplined, improve your concentration, maximize your optimism, and have some chill with some relaxation. And last, love life every day. Goodbye, everybody. This has been America's Most Positive Podcast, The Jim Fannin Show. Get more of Jim's knowledge, experience, and tips, as well as what's coming up on the show now at jimfannin.com. And make sure to follow Jim on Twitter, at Jim Fannin. This has been The Jim Fannin Show on Radio Influence. Show. 
The MJ Morning Show is back. Hi, it's MJ. Join me along with Froggy and Fester. We're going to bring you up to speed on what's been happening since our last show. We'll even reveal never-before-heard stories from the past, including some infamous controversies. This is the great MJ Morning Show that you remember. With regular new episodes, we'll even have some of the crazy cast of characters on, like Dave the Dwarf and more. The all-new MJ Morning Show podcast can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Podcasts, on the iHeartRadio app, and RadioInfluence.com.